Hi, my name is Sammy, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to be reading George and the Dragon, written by Chris Wanda. Let's do this. Far, far away in the high, high mountain, in a deep, deep valley in a dark, dark cave, there lived a mighty dragon. He could fly higher than the clouds and faster than all the birds. He could burn down the forest with a blast of his fiery breath. He could smash the castle wall with a flip of his mighty tail. And he could brush away an army with the sweep of his monstrous wings. There was nothing so fierce and so terrible as the mighty dragon, but he had a secret, a big secret. Well, actually, a very small secret. He was terrified of mice. Which was a pity, because that very day, a mouse moved in to the cave just next door. His name was George. Now, George didn't much care for the cave next door. It was cold and dark and drafty. The previous owner had been a bat, so the fixtures and furnishings were most inconvenient because they were upside down. And the nearest cheese shop was miles and miles away. George was feeling rather miserable, and to make matters worse, he had no sugar for his tea. I know, said George. I'll just pop next door and see if I can borrow some. So he did. I say you couldn't loan me a couple of lots of sugar, could you? asked George. Ah! screamed the dragon. And fled. Oh no, bones, George. No tea, then. But George didn't get his tea after all. With two lumps of sugar, and he got cheese, too. And nuts and berries and biscuits. And crackers and cream cheese sandwiches. And jelly and ice cream and fairy cakes with pink icing. And a cozy little hole in the castle wall. The end. And that was a very short book, so I'm going to read another one. And this other one is called Gordon Zola, A Very Stinky Source by Margie Palatini, illustrated by Tim Ballard. Let's begin. Once upon an eon, dinosaurs roamed in the world. Some were mighty, some were fierce, and some were so bad they could scare the socks off you. But the worst of them all, the very worst of them all, was Gorgonzola. The thing was, the big boy had no clue that the real reason everyone ran off in such a hurry was not because they were frightened. It was that Gorgonzola smelled so doggone awful. Oh, was he very right. And so it went. The wind would blow and everyone ran for cover. 
That is until one day when one brave little birdie, tired of picking up her nest, just had enough. Hey, you big stinkers. How about a little consideration? Clean up your act, will you? Nobody's afraid of you. You can't, we can't stand being near you. You're a prime stinko. You've got a major dinosaur over problem. Am I getting through to you? Gordon Roll was stunned, shocked. He took a whiff. Wow, he said with a cross-eyed look. You can petrify a rock with that prehistoric element of yours, the birds walked. Didn't your mother ever tell you about soap, water, or a toothbrush? Yeesh. Gordon Roll would gulp. Dinosaur tears rolled down his slimy face and molded chin. It, I was an orphan egg, he cried. I hatched myself and I've been on my own ever since. I just never had anyone to teach me good hygiene. Okay, stop your blubbering, the bird said. She grabbed a couple of leaves and white cordons all around you know, below. He snorted and let loose with a slobbering sock. Dinosaur odor, honest, I never knew. All right, all, all right, already. Get a grip, she said with a comforting pat. So you stink a little, okay, a lot, a lot. But stop with the waterworks. I'm drowning here. Bird began to feel a little guilty, a whole lot wet, and more than just a bit sorry for the stinky food. Well, uh, I guess if you want, I can help you clean up. You can? The bird fell backward in a faint. First, we take care of that breath. Birdie handed over a large toothbrush, plenty of toothpaste, and stood back a safe distance. Okay, she called out from the no-smell zone. Go to it, up and down, back and forth. Spit, spit, spit. And don't forget to floss. You got stuff stuck in there from the Mesozoic era. A squish of mouthwash wouldn't be a bad idea. Eat. Gordon Zola gargled. What do you think? Minty, huh? Not bad, said the bird with a cautious neck. She tossed him a sponge and a wash off. It was on to the main event. Soap and water. Whoa, whoa, don't just splash. You gotta scrub, boy. Scrub. Get those shoulders into it. Work it, work it, and use some shampoo. You're a tad flaky on top. Ouch! Ooh, I have soap in my eyes. It's stinging, it's stinging. Keep scrubbing, scrubbing, you big baby, said Bertie with a sharp whistle. Wash behind those ears, and don't forget your neck. You've got about a dozen rings around that collar. Around the collar. Dinosaur, the dinosaur scrub and scrub. Oh, no, you don't. Feet first, ordered the bird. No playing with bubbles. Get to that toe cheese. And <clears throat> she whispered, remember the tail, buddy. Gordon's all remembered everything, and most important, everywhere. A little powder here, there, and plenty of lotion for that scaly skin. While he felt like a new beast, and acted like one, too. I feel like it's a real humane being, he said. All this stiff and polished, but tell me exactly, how often do I have to do this? Well, every day, of course, Bertie answered. That is, if you want to be civilized and hang around me and my friends. Gordon's old grin. Oh, I do, I do.
And so he did. He kept clean and joined his new friends each Tuesday for bingo. Bingo, I win! He yelled. Thursday for book club. And Friday was Lua night. He was the life of the party and smelled good for food. Yes, Guarnizola was delighted and positively proud to be the first dinosaur officially declared extinct. Thank you guys. For, thank you guys for listening to my for the, to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed and hope you have or had a wonderful day. And the question of the day is what is your all-time favorite movie? Bye.